Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. All right, welcome to this week's episode of Talking Freelance. I have my friend Camille Kurtenbach here with me today again, and we're going to just chat through some honoring your commitments and a few other things that kind of go with that, still remembering that as a freelancer on Upwork, you are technically a business owner. And so how you can set your business up for success. Um, So we're going to talk a lot on boundaries, on um, commitments, and just working through some mindset stuff. So welcome. Do you want to just kind of kick it off with some tips and tricks that you have learned over the years of freelancing? Sounds good. Well, I'm Camille. I am back talking with Leah. Uh, I have been on Upwork since 2016. Um, and prior to that was in the MLM space. So that shift from MLM to freelance was definitely one that had a lot of mindset things to work through because um, in the space that I was in, you were conditioned to work a lot. You were conditioned to send a lot of messages. You were conditioned to have um, pretty blurred boundaries as far as the work from home lifestyle or the big dream of being in charge of your schedule when in reality, very few people had that in the MLM space. So that shift from MLM to freelancing and being in charge of finding my own clients and being in charge of applying consistently and figuring out what my day-to-day work schedule looked like was a mental shift. And that's okay. That's how business works. That's how you evolve as a business owner. But it was that very fine line of, okay, when am I getting up in the morning? When am I opening my computer to either answer clients or apply for jobs or work on client work. So finding that schedule of what did my day need to look like to be a business owner and not just someone who was trying to make an income, but truly start building out that foundation. And then once that work was complete, what was next? Was I done for the day? I'm going to call it good and not answer anybody until the following morning? Or what does that look like? That blurred line of when are you done working when you work from home is very much a thing, especially post-COVID, setting those hours. So like now, being well in the freelancing world and my daughter going to kindergarten for the first time being out of the house from me consistently for eight hours a day... um, my routine and my work schedule look a lot different than they did this summer or than they did a year ago. And that's okay, but I still have my set boundaries of when I answer client emails or when I'm working on client work or when I'm applying for jobs because that still is a to-do that needs to happen even this many years into business because clients leave, businesses change, um, 
you have income goals or you have a goal that you're trying to reach for. So it's okay to constantly be applying for jobs or looking for jobs, even if you feel like your roster is full. And I came from it from a little, I was a little bit more disconnected from an MLM when I started freelancing. So I had that mentality of, I want to work when I want to work. I want to work how much I want to work and I want to make how much I want to make. So that's been something that's been consistent with me from the very first time that I started applying and looking for jobs on Upwork. I had to be more flexible. So like you can't, you can, if you structure your business like on a rigid, like I work Monday through Friday, eight to four, like that's fine for you to set up as a freelancer. For me, it's more the seasons of where my kids are at, where I'm personally at, where um, what my goals are. I feel like those kind of, those are all things that I have control over that dictate my schedule. So I don't tell my clients I only work Monday through Friday. I tell them that I typically don't work weekends, but it also means that I will sometimes work a weekend on my terms. So they're not expecting me to work whenever they need me to work. Um, but if I have something that's going on in the middle of the week for a kiddo, I will have to work some, you know, some hours on the weekend. Um, one boundary that I have really pushed myself to setting this last year, or probably since, probably since early spring, um, has been to not respond to emails outside of my business hours. And in my mind, if I've already eaten dinner for the night, I don't need to be responding. Like it just is not necessary, but that was a hard mindset shift for me because it had become like weighing on my brain. So I might still respond, but there's no chance that I'm going to let that client know that I'm responding at 8.30 at night. I will schedule it to be sent at 7.30 in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning or whatever is my normal work time that I want. So like this morning, for example, I had 11 emails that went out and I, at 8am. And so for me, I needed to check those items off my list in order to move on with my evening. And also knowing that I had a busy chaotic morning, I needed to make sure that I didn't have all of those responses that would eat up my time this morning. So it, but it still was a hard boundary for me to set for myself and also for clients. Yes. And one other thing that I've seen um, in my little circle of business owners lately is your emergency is not necessarily my emergency. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in the social media space um, for the most part for 99% of my clients. That is all I touch for them is predominantly Pinterest, a few Instagram and a few that I help with blogging content. Um, so your emergency probably isn't my emergency. You deciding to run a sale on a product without giving me more than 24-hour notice, unless I have flexibility in my schedule or it's in the middle of the day that you're letting me know, I probably can't fix that today or get it out on your socials because I either, one, don't have time to create the graphics, two, I'm working on somebody else's, or my daughter gets done at um, 2.45 is when I leave to go pick her up in the carpool line. Pretty much, if you haven't emailed me stuff for that day, it's not getting touched until the next morning, which I know for some people is like, that's the middle of the day. Like, what do you mean? 
with where we are in life right now, she needs my full attention for at least a half hour when I get home, when she gets home from school, because she's been gone for me all day long. And so we have learned that through the first couple months of school. So sometimes after dinner, yeah, I'll reopen my computer if she's content. But again, like Leah said, my clients don't know that. They don't necessarily know that I'm working, watching football Monday and Thursday nights because that just is what works or whatever it may be, or watching a Hallmark movie at eight o'clock at night because I wasn't tired, scheduling out some of their content. They don't know that that's the hours I'm working necessarily. Some of my clients, I do have a set boundary in place that they have to get me content by Monday at noon or I let them know that like, hey, I'm working on your account like every Thursday midday. If I don't have your stuff in your folder at that time, I'm moving on to another client and I will circle back next week. Because that again, being in the freelancing space I am, I can't do my job if they don't uphold their end of the deal. So you kind of learn with your clients who needs that set in your schedule, let them know like, hey, this is the day or these are the two days that I'll be working on your stuff. If it's not in here, I can't do my job and kind of put that responsibility where it's needed back on the client because you don't run their business for the most part. Most of us do not run somebody else's business in the freelancing space, which is why we're freelancers. So making sure they're held accountable for what they're responsible for and always give yourself a paper trail, whether it's an email, Slack messages, Trello, Notion, something that can give you a timestamp of when you contacted them, Upwork messages, wherever your contract lives, make sure that there's a timestamp uh, option so that you are protected as the freelancer. And that is a boundary in itself is yeah. protecting you. And so where I think a lot of this, in order for you to insert your boundaries and for you to hold your boundaries is when you tell your clients that you're going to do something by a certain time and you have that expectation of them, it's super important for you to honor your commitment as well. So there's been times in the past, you know, several years of freelancing, life happens, things happen. I'm not going to say that they don't. And so I don't want it to be like a super rigid conversation here, but when you, I have had a couple contracts where it just started off on the wrong foot. I should have not taken on so many clients. You know, someone fell through the cracks. I was not able to uphold what my end of the, you know, contract was. And so life happens and those things happens, but it's how you learn and process through those. And then thing that I've learned the most is like honoring your commitments. So if you say you're going to do something by a certain amount of time, it, it's it's not really like bragging, but it's like re I reiterate to my clients. I said I'm going to get you this by this time. Hey, I'm 30 minutes early, or I'm like a day early. Here you go. And I don't say that to like be like, oh my gosh, you're the greatest thing ever. Like I, that's not why I say that, or I, that's not why I do that to impress them. I do that specifically so then I can then in the future hold them accountable and explain to them why those commitments need to be honored. So if they say, if I tell them that I need all of their content by Thursday at noon and they don't have it to me until like end of day Thursday, 
I had carved out time to work on their their content. Now I have to restructure that and I have to figure it out. And that's really on them. It's not on me. Um, but those are hard conversations. And as you, the longer you freelance, the easier those conversations get. And I'm not going to say they're ever going to be easy because they're not, but you learn from each experience. You learn from, you know, how they're going to react and how they're going to respond to those type of situations that make it easier to process. But it's again, honoring your commitments. And part of honoring your commitments is honoring your commitments to yourself too. So you can honor your commitments to your clients all day long. But last night was a prime example. I let a client sneak into my family time. I'm still at my computer working and I should not have been. I have two kids standing in my door because we're packing to go to a hockey tournament this weekend. They're both talking to me. I have a client call and I answer it, which I should have never done. And they're like, what the heck, mom? Like we were in the middle of packing. You were just telling us to pack. So like I honored my commitment to no one at that point. Like I didn't honor my commitment to myself because I was going to be done working at 6 p.m. and it was now 8.30. I told my children that they needed to pack and we were all packing. I wasn't packing. And so they they saw me not holding up my end of the bargain. And my client, who I said that I was going to be done working, just snuck in and took my time and did not respect my boundaries. So now I have to like break that cycle so it doesn't continue to happen. Yeah. And I think... Uh, with anything, businesses ebb and flow and boundaries ebb and flow. You might have some super strict boundaries with some clients because that's what they need and some super lax boundaries with others. Or like I have a couple clients that if one or two of my weekly tasks slip through the crack one week, they're not going to lose their mind and their progress is not going to change. But if I let that happen week over week, then those two things become four. And then those four things become six. And that becomes an issue. Yep. Not that I missed two things in week one, but that I kept letting it happen potentially. Not saying I do that. But that's like the mindset of the snowball effect. So whether it's a negative thing you're letting cross your boundary and sometimes a positive thing also can can make a difference. I, a positive thing I have set for a boundary for myself is three to four days a week. Right after I drop my daughter off at school, I go to the gym. I have not opened my computer. I have not answered any Slack messages. I have not answered any emails. I focus on my daughter to get her to school and have a good morning with her, not stressed out about answering somebody, get my 30 to 60 minutes of intentional time to focus on me because if my mental health and physical health isn't in check, my business isn't in check and then start my day. And part of that is a boundary I've set for myself with my weekly like planning on the weekends. Like Leah said, she predominantly doesn't work on the weekends. I also don't do that with two kids. Um, for the most part, some days I'll get up and work on like my own business stuff tends to fall on the weekends because I can do that with Bluey on in the background or whatever and it not be distracting. Um, but knowing like, okay, here is what all of my clients are expecting from me for the week. Now it's a puzzle of, okay, who needs to be focused on on Monday? Who needs to be focused on Tuesday? And so on. And then depending on how the clients function, letting them know. 
hey, I'm working on your stuff Tuesday and Thursday this week. Make sure it's in your folder or whatever. But setting that communication expectation and boundary for yourself um, and then that to-do or task list boundary of what can you realistically get done in a day. And one of the game changers for me to honor my commitments to my clients and honor myself, like my commitments to myself, is I have an entrance email and I have an exit email that goes out to my clients every single week. It is, this is when I'm working on your stuff. These are the deadlines when I need you to meet them. And I might do those Sunday or I might honestly, like today, I've already sent three of them out for Monday, but they're scheduled to go out Monday morning. Um, And then I also send recap emails on Friday of this is the progress that I've gotten. This is how many hours I've spent. Because one of the, I mean, it's so weird. Like my dreaded email is Monday morning when Upwork bills and I have a client that emails me questioning the amount of money that they were charged. That just, I'm going to just say like, that makes me so annoyed and so mad. And it just makes my blood boil because I'm like, I work my butt off for my clients and for you to be questioning me like, and so I, I have to get over that because it's really not that what it comes down to is I look at it. I didn't communicate my value to them last week. That's when I get questioned and some of them do, some of them don't, but some of them can be pretty nasty or I interpret them to be pretty nasty and I just don't like those emails. So that's why I started doing those exit emails. But what that also has done to my brain is it allows me to shut the door, enjoy my weekend without worrying. They know what they've are like they, there should be no questions. And if there are questions, those questions can wait till Monday. Yeah. And I so think, it's, yeah, it's just following for like, you have very high touch clients, meaning you are very engaged. You have a lot of tasks for them. There is a lot of communication that comes into play with the space that you are in for freelancing. And some spaces are very high touch. I would say I'm probably considered low touch because mine don't need a weekly email unless they request it. Mine don't need, mine really need, what do I need from you for the month? When is it going to be in our folder? Here is what we, here are your analytics report at the end of the month. And what are we focusing on for the next month is kind of where my clients land. So I would say compared to most other freelancers, I'm pretty low touch. Um, Like I said, some clients, it's a weekly check-in if if they're that type of people. Um, Other ones, it's here's our spreadsheet. Here's everything we want it to go out for the month. You do your job and we'll check in with you at the end of the month unless you have questions. And so it, it depends where you're at. And you guys could email Leah or um, let us know in the socials of like what type of freelancer you are and what boundaries you struggle with. Um, and we can kind of give more targeted answers yeah. to specific freelance spaces. This is going to definitely be an ongoing conversation because it has been, it's an, it's been an ongoing part of our businesses from the very beginning. And so my thing that I want to help all of you listeners is to really set up a solid business foundation. And so part of that is 
setting boundaries, honoring commitments, how to set up those processes, the structures. So definitely um, send me a message in the chat or in the show notes, and then we can continue the conversation um, moving forward too. But this is going to constantly be something that you're going to want to have in the forefront of your brain. And I like to think about it as being proactive instead of reactive. Yes. And post COVID, I know everyone's sick of hearing about it, but post COVID, these boundaries have needed to be even more in place because a lot of us went from either corporate jobs, MLM jobs, or physical in-office jobs um, in some capacity or in storefront or whatever it may be to being at home or being allowed to be home significantly more. So I have noticed my big brands that I work with, a lot of their marketing people are no longer in office. A lot of them were allowed to stay home. And so sometimes they have kiddos home that are sick. Sometimes they have kids home because there's no school. So you don't hear from them for two, three days, which is fine. But it's one of those communication boundaries that has been blurred for a lot of people working from home now. And so now it's not just freelancers working from home. Now it's very big companies that also have people working from home. And the expectations, again, of while you're at home, you can just open your computer, continue to come up time and time and time again. So Mm -hmm. just staying true to you. I think the biggest thing Leah and I have found, especially in the last four years, is staying true to what we enjoy with our businesses and not letting clients dictate what needs to be done every day or every week. It makes your, I mean, it makes your world, your life a lot happier and a lot healthier when you have clients that you enjoy working with. You don't have that dreaded, like no one wants to dread going to work. And us as freelancers, like if you start dreading something, that's when you need to make a change. That's when you need to look at like, this does not bring me joy anymore. This, and I'm not saying that every single contract is going to bring you immense joy. Like sometimes you just have to do things because they pay the bills, you know, but if you're constantly procrastinating or dreading something, then you need to take, you know, take, take a beat, look at that and then process and move along um, with something better for you in the long run. All right. Again, if you have any questions, go ahead and um, send us, send me a message and we will make sure that we get you a response. Thank you for your time today, Camille. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.